from Plant Lab in it's Austin, Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. <laughs> I'm with my uh, I'm with my BFFs Keon and Super Testnet. Hello, can you believe it, Super? You're here again. I just am always in the news. <laughs> is that what it is? Well, no. How was your week, Super? How was your week, Keon? Let the stackers know. Best week ever. Mine was a better week than Super's was. That's that's what I want everyone to know. What what was so good about it? Uh, it was uh, better. Then Super's week. You're, you're only number seven on the week. So it was not the best week for you, my friend. You're right. And I should be ashamed. And you know what? I don't think maybe it wasn't as good as Super's, but it was a great week. It was very fun. Uh, it's heating up here in Austin. God, both, so hot, dude. Both literally and figuratively. Gosh, so hot. And uh, 100 degrees, man. I was sweating on my way in today when I was riding my bike. I know I'm beginning to I'm beginning to sweat and remembering what that feels like. I don't I don't enjoy it. <laughs> uh, I it yeah, it's been a hot week here in Austin. I'm excited to jump into the news. So much drama. Sacrinus was Sacrinus was popping this week. You know, there's a lot of conversations, a lot of comments. We'll, we'll dive into it all. But uh, there were a lot of comments. Yeah, top five stories of the week. Let's jump into it. The first top story is the Grateful Dead. Cypherpunks and Bitcoin, what a long, strange tale. This had uh, 87,000 or 8,765 sats, 11 comments from Siggy47, a Bitcoin post. What is this about? Yeah. So this is about one of the uh, original Cypherpunks who is also, I believe, a member of the Grateful Dead Whoa, I didn't at some that. point that I did not, I did not know. Um, but his name is John Perry Barlow. He actually wrote the Cypherpunks manifesto. Um, I don't actually remember reading what role he played in the Grateful Dead, but uh, he was the Grateful One. He was the he was the, the he wasn't the dead one. He was the Grateful One. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, an early cypherpunk, and kind of gave a backstory on him that I wasn't aware of. I thought Barlow was just some kind of random guy. I didn't. I wouldn't have actually remembered his name if you said it. I would have been like, oh, that sounds familiar. But uh, yeah, he wrote a nice uh, covering of who Barlow is and kind of all the things he accomplished. And it ends with uh, describing his funeral, which was as odd as I hope mine is one day where he was laid out to dress on his bed, wearing his favorite cowboy boots. And he had his friends and family gathered around him playing uh, music. Yeah, playing music. That's Cassidy, awesome. one of I don't know if that's exactly what I want, but you know, that's that pretty it's, cool. it's odd. Definitely cowboy boots. Yeah, I definitely want to wear cowboy boots that I never would normally wear because I'm not going to be walking anyway. So, and I'll be a cowboy in the afterlife. But uh, yeah, really, really fun uh, posts. I'm really liking these posts we're seeing from Siggy. Yeah, Siggy's um, been killing it as of late with just links and these type of posts. Uh, we got uh, Will. Will in the comments, he says, such a great write-up. I'm a huge fan of the Cypherpunks mailing list and had no idea he started it. Super interesting. All the amazing people he was friends with on his wiki. It mentions he was a big influence on Aaron Schwartz. Yeah. Another person I've never heard of. Who's the one that, uh, what did he do, Keon? He was the one that got in trouble. Uh, For, he was, uh, he's the one of the Reddit co-founders. He, at some point, he joined a little bit later, I think, than the other two. But he invented RSS feeds. What? Yeah, right. 
Uh, you're a fan. And, a fan. and he also, he went to MIT, he was attending school at MIT, I think lived in Boston, but even after he graduated, he was, he set up a server and, and some yeah. MIT closet that would take, uh, you know, private closed, uh, journals that MIT had access to and re would release them publicly. Yeah. And he got sued for it. Then he ended up going to jail and he was like locked up and then that's where he committed suicide. It's a really sad story. Yeah. Very sad story. Yeah. Apparently struggled with uh, depression and stuff before that, but uh, the, many people believe the prosecution pushed him over the edge. Definitely. Uh, were you a deadhead fan, Keon? I have never gotten into the dead, um, but I, I recognize that there are certain mus musical genres that are, that are, that pair well with other experiences. And I suspect, uh, the Grateful Dead is one is one such one such yeah. pairing, um, but I, yeah, I've never really spent much time listening to them. You know, they have popular songs that I would yeah. probably recognize, but I'm not. I never buy not, any of their albums and go to their concerts. I mean, no one buys albums anymore. But yes, even even when that was a thing, I probably wouldn't have done it. And uh, um, yeah, but I might. I, I like. I mean, it is improvised it's music. Not a very grateful. No, I'm not a very grateful fan. Do you have any thoughts on this piece, Super? No, I don't. I don't know anything about anyone or anything. That sums it up. <laughs> you heard it here, <laughs> folks. I didn't read this post, so. Yeah. All right. Our next top story is Music Playground. Send me mm. TC with many people while looking like just one person. This is uh, 14 comments, 9,844 sats from a super test net. Is this the same super test net that's in this room? This is the one. Doxed. I met my stretch goal for the week and I made it into both Stacker News and Knobs. So wow. I was really happy about that. Top, top five of Stacker News, I should say. And Knobs. Bitcoin. My favorite Bitcoin newsletter. Nice. So, it's great. Yeah. Thanks. So tell us about it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tell us about what this post is. Yeah, Muzig is uh, this thing that we started being able to do back when Taproot came out, like two years ago now, three years, and uh, no one's ever done anything with it, really. Very, very few things use it, um, but it lets you create a new type of multisig for Bitcoin uh, that's much more efficient on the on the blockchain. So normally, when you create a multisig address, let's say like you, us three wanted to make a Bitcoin address, we could do that pretty easily, but then when we want to spend from it, it there's a pretty large... Um, uh, chain footprint for that. Like it costs a lot to spend from a multi-sig because you have three different people whose signatures need to go in there and signatures are the biggest part of a transaction. They're like 64, 70 bytes or something like that. Um, so with Musig, you can get all three of us into the same thing, into the same transaction and only have one signature, which makes it much smaller. And it also makes it look to chain, chain analysts like there's not three of us. It looks like there's just one of us spending this money. So that's kind of what I did, and uh, and I and that that's it. That's so it. Uh, so at the output, can you fast forward to the part where he shows the output key on? It's towards the end, I think. Um, yeah. So the whole point is to get there, right? Super. And and why is this important for the stackers at home? Um, it's just it 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 looks like only one person is involved here. Like that, you you can see in the details field. You kind of have to learn how to read hex, but. There's only one signature there. Like that that string is only one signature instead of three. So it, it looks like there was only one person who had control of this money, even though all three people uh, did. It's pretty cool. 
And yeah. you described it, we were talking about it earlier today, you described it as like, it's a certain, it's a, it's a tool amongst tool, a tool set for something like an arc or something like that. How, how did you describe it earlier? Yeah, uh, I said, this is one of about eight things you need to make arc. Um, so I want to make an implementation of Barak's uh, arc idea and you need Musig for it. If you don't have, if you didn't have Musig, then you could only have like 15 people uh, be in the, in the pooled transaction he creates. But with Musig, you can have uh, hundreds, thousands, millions of people. So I needed to make this in order to make my arc implementation. But of course, that's not enough. You need some other things in order to make arc. But yeah, this is one thing you need. So now I, now it exists and I can proceed. Yeah. Uh, I got Shibe in the comments. He says, anything Taproot related is super cool. Great work. Hopefully someday we'll see people switch to more efficient Taproot outputs for script multi-sig addresses. Speaking of which, and this is maybe a more appropriate question for Bitcoin Stack Exchange, but do I need a Musig2, Musig, Musig, Dash, DN if all the parties in the multiple or multi-party address I know simply adding Schnorr keys together is insecure, rogue key attacks, whatever. But imagine I want to set up a multi-sig address where my keys are in different locations. Could I avoid using Musig in this case, thus skipping the extra rounds of communication since I trust myself? What do you think, Super? Uh, it's, it's a lot of complexity to just um, to, to do a backup scheme. If, you're, if, you're, if you trust all the keys, you don't even need multiple keys. You can just put the same key in multiple locations. So. Cool. Keon, you got anything on this? Um, not really. I tried it out and gave Super some feedback, and he helped me uh, get to a point where it worked um, for me, and I thought it was really fun. I like using – I don't really understand music, and that's my – that's a complaint I have for myself. But otherwise, I thought it was uh, – I thought it was cool to be able to use it in a way where I didn't have to, like, download a bunch of software and – uh, navigate that process or re really read anything. I was, just, it's just like, uh, put something in this field, put something in this field, open a few browser tabs. And now I've done uh Musig and I'm, yeah, I'm may not know what happened, but something did. Yeah. So something happened and it happened on, and in a way that other people might be able to see. And that's cool. I liked, I really, I enjoyed it. I was excited about it and I don't know why. <laughs> the freaking Brave browser that he uses blocks the requests to the, uh, mm. the JavaScript libraries I use. So if you're using Brave browser, you got to like turn off shields in order to use it um, or, or just don't use Brave because Brave is broke. Yeah. And Brave is bad. Well, keep bad. it on a roll, man. Keep it on a roll, Super Testnet. <laughs> just knock, knocking out the hits. I don't know. I'm right now I'm working on. Um, I'm trying to make. I'm trying to work on a type of Bitcoin transaction where if you if you sign the Bitcoin transaction, you reveal your private key, and then I want I want to make a page where people can play with that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's called a zero. It's I'm calling it um, zero show or no show signatures, where <laughs> the, the signature contains your private key or reveals it. Pushing the limits. I love it. I love it. The next top story is GitHub Tony Giorgio O N Y X, a censorship I'm melting. I'm resistant Noster client for Android. See you later, Super. Bye bye. Yeah. Um, this is uh, 15 comments, 7,163 sats from Tony Giorgio. This is on June 6th. 
A Noster post. Wow. Yeah. Um, Did you see this? No, I didn't see this, but I saw saw a lot of people talking about Adamus the other night. But My feet are wet in the slime of Super <laughs> Test Net right now. Yeah. It's okay. So, but what's, I, uh, yeah, what's what's all going on here? Yeah. Uh, so Tony, um, Tony, I guess saw a post on Snort or was aware of this already, but apparently a lot of uh, clients are are aggressively mute, muting or blocking people. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Like just on Nostra in general or. Yeah. So like okay. a lot of the clients that you might use are um, like you paying a, paying a lot of attention to uh, posts that are getting reported by other users in a case where you get, and he's describing here in, in Amethyst, I guess, which is primarily on Android. If five people that you follow report, uh, a post from someone, you will no longer see posts from that person. Wow. And it's not configurable. So you can't remove it. And uh, Vitor, the person, the author, developer of Amethyst, uh, thinks thinks it's good to it's good to keep and he's, you know, free to have that. That's how you silence uh, people of um let's say you were posting on, you know, on yeah. Amethyst and yeah. then, you but, know, some people collude to block you. Yeah. Some people um, hate Iranians. They hate people that wear yellow hats. They hate, um, but it doesn't mean your voice is Austinites. I mean, I don't know. How, how do you, is it more on the relay or is it more on the client? What do you think? No, it's the client. I mean, it's, this is a expressly a decision that Vitor is making in the design of Amethyst. And I think, I think the, the idea is that he wants someone, someone who, you know, the average person who might be more sensitive to you know, certain content, certain people to not have to see them, even if they're following them is the other thing. It's like, if, so say I'm following Jack Dorsey and you and four other people that I follow report one of Jack Dorsey's notes as being inappropriate or whatever. I will stop seeing Jack Dorsey's posts and, and Amethyst is my understanding that's, after having- that's, that's like, that's not good. It's, it's a little already aggressive. kind of annoying that you- when you, there's some other clients, I'm not, I'm not going to finger point or anything, but I'm just saying this annoying already where it's kind of like Twitter, where as soon as you sign up for an account, it says, follow all these people. And it's just like, that's super annoying. At least for me, it's just like, oh man, this looks exactly like Twitter. I don't find that annoying. I think if you're, so like, imagine you just download this thing off yeah. the app store yeah. and you're not, you're not networked in to a bunch of Noster people like we are. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you, how do you find who you should follow? I guess that's so true. It's not a bad global a bat. feed. Maybe I don't know. Global feeds are hard to maintain. Uh, and so, maybe. so, so I guess Tony, did he just create another, did he just fork it? I guess he forked he it. Did? He did. He did what Bitcoiners do. And he created, <laughs> he created amethyst cash. No, he created, <laughs> he created onyx. He called that? <laughs> yeah. he created, oh, it's no. called. Oh, okay. Yeah. He created onyx. Onyx. Uh, oh, that's yeah. A, is that a Pokemon? Uh, it might be. I'm not pokey familiar. <laughs> But uh, I do like Poke Bowls. But Onyx is, I think, it's it's also just the color black, right? Oh, okay. But it could it could have other meaning. Anyway, he created he created uh, a fork of Amethyst that doesn't have this feature in it. And so, if you're cool. on Android and you don't want this feature, you don't have to beg Vitor for it. Tony Giorgio created. Yeah, yeah Onyx is a Pokemon, but with an I instead of a Y. It's, oh, yeah, looks like a hardened Pokemon. Uh, yeah. In the comments, Tony says some con context, 
There's aggressive spam filters and report-based shadow banning going on in the main app of this app. Some effort over the last few days as people try to express why this is bad. And I've even submitted PR attempting to remove the concerns. However, this is it has not budged the developer to remove it. This community fork that will keep up to date with the restrictions removed was born. Wow. Really took it, took it to the main. I mean, my point of view really is that we should, is that it should be at least, you should be able to remove it. Like you should be able to say, I don't want this to happen. I want to see yeah, everything. You should have the option, right? I want to see the angry people. I want to see the violent people. Yeah. I want to see the dumb things that people have to say, because I'm, I'm afraid that, you know, it might not be dumb. It might not be angry. I might agree with it. Yeah. I don't use amethyst. I, yeah. Do you use amethyst? Have you used amethyst? No, I mean, I'm on iOS and okay. these things aren't, most people aren't developing cross-platform cool. Android stuff yet. Cool. Well, looks like got another project to look at. Um, the yeah. next top story is the SEC charges Coinbase for operating as an unregistered securities exchange. This is uh, from Zero X, uh, 40 comments. 4,765 sats. Dude, these comments on these, crazy. How many comments around all this stuff, dude? It was weird. Let me just say this before you jump into it. This week was the first time where I've seen like all the conversation was happening on Snacker News. I mean, you saw it on Twitter here and there, but it was just mostly mudslinging. Uh, and then Damas is very kumbaya on Damas. So uh, you know, people don't really complain there, but um, yeah, it's good to see uh, all the engagement happening on Snacker News. Yeah, it's good to see lots of comments. Uh our bigger common threads. It's like one of my favorite things on, on, on any platform is like the back and forth and being able to really follow a conversation, but it, it's cool. Uh, so, but this was, uh, this was one of like the bigger, like normie crypto stories that happened this week. Uh, a lot of, you know, spinoff related news, uh, happened as a result of this, but basically what happened is the sec filed a lawsuit Again, or charges. I don't know what the difference is really. I'm not a lawyer, but they filed, they, they're basically claiming Coinbase is operating an unregistered securities exchange. And um, they are, they are calling out things like staking uh, and the sale and facilitation of trading of certain assets. I don't think in this complaint they, or in this charge, they lay out which, which assets specifically. Um, but I know it's been quoted somewhere else. It's like Solana and a number. Oh, here we go. Phrasing like this Solana, Ada, Matic, Phil, Sand. I don't know what, I don't Just know what all these securities. It's a bunch of these things. Dash, which da wasn't Dash the one that a lot of oh, Bitcoiners yeah, were. Dude. That, yeah. Back in 2016, 2017. They were in the, in on that premium. still around? I guess so. Um, but yeah. yeah, I did. I think, I think everybody under the sun knew this was coming as soon as Gensler, you know, got into that seat. Um, at least I did. I, this was always going to be on the roadmap yeah. for him. I think as the, uh, chairman of the SEC, um, my thoughts on it are, are kind of like, you know, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. You don't want to see any company or any companies, you know, get hit with a lawsuit. That's not a good thing. Just, you know, you know, running a company myself. It's it, that's super stressful. You don't want to see that on anybody, obviously the employees too. like, you don't want the employees to get scared about their jobs and stuff. I mean, so there's, there's real life happening here besides, mm -hmm. you know, just our regular, you know, beat the drum of a uh, poo poo coins, but um, yeah, hard to see this dude. It's uh, it's unfortunate. Um, 
Did Brian Armstrong actually say anything or did he ever, did he comment on any of this stuff? Or I, I mean, I think he, they've been already like sparring a bit, the SEC and them. I think they actually sued the SEC like six months ago wow. or something for like not giving them more guidance or I don't actually yeah. remember, but I, I don't, I haven't seen anything him that he's publicly said, but it, all, but it tends to get drowned out in some of the noise. It, it was interesting seeing Circle. So Circle kind of came out with some news today where they got the, um, I think it was the, the CFTC, the former CFTC chairman, he got uh, a seat with a circle now. So it's, it's interesting to see how like one, this, this way goes this way. And then this way, Game of Thrones, it seems like. Um, interesting. Picking winners and losers. Yeah, right. It it's, does, um, yeah. it's really interesting to see how this is playing out during this whole debt ceiling thing and all this going on. Looks like the, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we had any good comments in this, in the, um, Oh, it's, I mean, it's a lot. So people, I cited one earlier that had a little more, this, this one here from victory says that Coinbase has been begging for clarification for years, but the sec refused to give any guidelines. Um, so it's not, so he makes a good point that again, the Coinbase had been trying to be compliant sort of, I mean, it was at least asking for the sec to say clearly what, what the guidelines are, but it should, and, and at least in hindsight, it's pretty clear that these things were securities yeah, oh, and that totally. they were, and that they were a, an unregistered securities exchange to some extent. And there's a great, yeah. uh, there's a great meme. It's like, if it talks like a duck or no, if it quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, it's a security. There you go. That's the Howie test. <laughs> that's so, the Howie yeah, test. that's the Howie test. Uh, I saw this tweet from Light Bitcoin on the matter, which I thought was good. It's, yeah. I think most of us kind of understood this is what was happening, but I, you know, in very plain language, he says that it's Coinbase is taking the playbook of a lot of these other Silicon Valley startups that are in this kind, these kind of regulatory gray areas, and instead of like you know, making sure it's, you know, it's, it's good or bad what they're doing. What they do is they proceed and push through anyway. And just, you know, they're willing to deal with the consequences later. Cause they've, they've all kind of, they've, they've all kind of realized that the consequences aren't that bad when you're a billion dollar company. Yeah. It's still not a great idea to do that. Like you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're it's going to come up and catch up to you eventually. Right. Just like it's yeah. catching up to Coinbase right now. I'm sure that they're, they're losing a lot of users. They're, they're scaring their employees bad for marketing, bad for business. And then on top of that, like if that's the bulk of their sales uh, is the uh, poo poo coins, then uh, that's not good either for revenue. So uh, yeah, hopefully I would imagine it's probably just going to be like a $20 million fine. And then that's it. I mean, they, that's what I, that's what I suspect. It's like yeah. three years from now, $20 million fine. Slap on the wrist. See nothing later. But they are, they do say here, this complaint sinks, seeks injunctive relief, disgorgement. Ooh. Yeah. That's a strong <laughs> word. <laughs> of ill-gotten gains plus interest uh, penalties. So maybe, maybe a hundred million dollar fine. I don't know what they're basically, I mean, here it sounds like what they're saying is anything they've gained as a result, any profits they've made as a result of, it being an unregistered exchange will, you know, should be paid to the SEC or the government. I don't know, but wow, crazy. You hate to see it. It's not going to happen though. I think they're just, yeah. they're, I think you're right. They're going to get a slap on the wrist. Our next top story, or I know, is that all the top five stories? I think this, this is the fifth one. Oh, this is the fifth one. Yeah. The, the fifth top story is blue check manifesto. This is uh, from Odell, 11 comments, 5,585 sats, a Noster post. An Oscar post. Well, you were actually, you actually wanted this yeah, to be one well, of your top stories. I wanted so. to have this as one of my stories. I thought take? it was a great, uh, 
you know, dude, this is one thing, dude, just, you know, knowing Odell and just the way he looks at things, he's very like, I don't know if he, what you would call that, but he can kind of peer into the future, dude. Like, mm. and kind of like pull things back and then like bring it forward. And then you're like, crap, that dude was right. And if you look at all the receipts he has, like, um, he's, he's been, you know, more right than he has been wrong. I would yeah. Say. I mean, I would say he doesn't, th- he doesn't, he's not like a Bellagio is throwing out predictions every day. <laughs> yeah, he's it, not throwing out a million yeah. dollar. He <laughs> does not throw in a million dollar prediction, but he does do these type of things. And so if you click on the post, he basically talks about how, you know, um, where Twitter is headed and, and kind of where Elon's mind is at is that he's going to turn this into like a WeChat. And I, I a hundred percent agree. Like I don't, you know, I've done my own research on Elon back in the old days when Car used to do journalistic writings and stuff on Thriller. And um, just based off of my research on the guy, it, it, um, yeah, man, there's uh, there's some darkness there. And um, I, I, this would not be shocking if um, if this kind of comes into fruition. So like he goes into it, he goes that he says that to those that do not appreciate freedom, the value, the value prop is clear. WeChat is incredible incredibly powerful and successful in China. WeChat has become an integrated part of life in China. You use it to message your friends, buy your groceries, hail a ride, and even book a doctor's appointment. It's basically impossible to exist in China without it. Uh, the Chinese app started off as a simple smartphone messaging app in 2011, less than a year after WhatsApp was founded, but it grew explosively as it expanded into kind of a super app that takes place of Uber, Grubhub, Venmo, Craigslist, and a whole bunch of other services. Um, and then he says here to those that do not, or that do appreciate freedom. The concern is clear. WeChat has essentially become required to live in China. Uh, and it has surveillance and censorship integrated at its core. So, um, yeah, man, this is like some, some serious stuff, dude. I think, uh, I think, I think it's pretty obvious at this point. Like if you're, and it was kind of telling too, when he did the whole doge thing where he showed like the doge thing and it was like doge for like a week. I was like, oh, this guy doesn't give a crap, dude. Like he's just, yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think Elon is, um, yeah, man. What do you think? Well, I mean, so some context, I mean, some context that I think is true. He's probably like one day CEO in Twitter. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure he's like really thinking about this very much. And I, and I think he historically just says whatever comes to mind. But I thought, I mean, I thought this, I thought this post was good. It did, it did make me think a little more about WeChat in a way that I would normally not think about WeChat, but it, but why, but it made me, it made me wonder why is WeChat, WeChat in China and there's no other WeChat really in other parts of the world. And I think it's mostly because China kind of has like a fascistic type of governance where they, they side with these mega corporations and then they basically embody, they basically are like body snatchers and embody them. And now that now these companies are more or less like Chinese government products. And so there's not really any way to compete with WeChat. Mm-hmm. And so there can't, so, so if people want something like a Grubhub, WeChat builds it in and people, there's not going to be a competitor to it because they, they're, because China's government will prevent it so that they can continue operating. You don't think Twitter's kind of headed that way? Meta, we saw the whole Apple vision. Did you see the Apple vision goggles? Like, this is clearly obvious where like these centralized, these centralized platforms are even becoming more centralized than they already are. And, and then they're kind of, 
they're going to eventually it's going to merge. It's going to be like Netflix, Apple, uh, mm. soft Google. Like it's just going to be one conglomerate. Uh, and I'm not even joking when I say that. that's probably where it's headed. And I, and uh, yeah, it's becoming painfully obvious. And you got dash 1971. He says people's missing Odell's point. It's not about the money. It's about the encroachment of KYC and the opening of the door to social credit score, like applications. The whole point of Bitcoin and Oster and other freedom tech is supposed to be fighting back against centralization of the internet. So yeah, it's really not about the blue checks. It's really just about the, the, the precedents that, that it's setting and, and where we're headed and we're falling right into it. Like no one's, hmm. I don't know. I think it's really important. And I think, um, people need to start sounding the alarm as well. And this is why Nostra, this is why we Nostra, right? Like, mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah. I just, um, so my, my only thing is I don't think there is room for, I don't think Twitter will ever become a WeChat. That's my, that's my, that's my prediction is I don't think it'll, I don't think, I don't even think people it, won't, won't want to. No, I don't, I even think if Elon, even if Elon could pull it off, which I don't think he can be in a one day a week CEO. I, I think. No, man. Yeah, I know. I know you, th- I know Tesla, you lo- like everything else is pulled off SpaceX. A lot of those were like, how the hell did he pull that off? Yeah. But it, that's not, those are, those are like hard tech products. It's okay. a different, it's a different kind you of thing. The social media thing the, is the social is hard. I mean, just him getting Twitter right has been a bit of a struggle and I'm not sure. I mean, it's, I don't, I think many of us would think he's been making a lot of mistakes there. So I don't, and then now he's going to add in uh, 10 other products to it all you know, all seamlessly years, that yeah. people want and somehow compete with something like DoorDash, which already, had, I mean, maybe you could acquire it, but I, I just don't, I personally don't really see it happening. I think it's worth thinking about. I think it's a really interesting thought experiment. And, but I also don't think, I also don't think Elon is like, he wants to be, he wants to be WeChat in the sense that he wants surveillance and control and social credit scores. I think he wants WeChat in terms of, he thinks it's a great business. And, and yeah, I think, he, yeah, yeah. That, but I don't know. We'll it could, see. but it could, but it definitely leads to that. If if he could build a WeChat, there's no way the government isn't going to begin using a surveillance. Tool I mean, look stuff, at. So. I mean, I hate to bring somebody like Jack into this, but like, look at Jack, right? Like, he has Title, he has Cash App, he has he's developing on Nostra, he's doing all these other things. But we know Jack as an individual. He's a Bitcoiner, right? Like, he would mm-hmm. never do that. But um, that's where that's my fear that comes from is like Elon, like. I don't know, man. He doesn't, he's not a Bitcoiner. Right. So that to me, coupled the fact that he owns Twitter, you know, let's say he owns another, let's say he owns like a rival cash app business. And then, you know, then you never know. He's a bit of a wild card. He's a bit of a wild card. You never know, man. That's all I'm saying is like, at least with Jack, kind of know where he sits as far as like, um, ethically at least. I mean, we hope so. We hope we know how Jack. If we don't, we're in trouble. (laughs) We might be. Um, the next, I guess, okay, this was my top story yeah. of the week. And I, I hate having to bring this up, but it's just too spicy not to get into it, you know? Yeah, it is. This is what the stackers you, want. You got to do it. You, you got to do it. Give, you got to give people what they want. You got to give people what they want, man. Uh, this is a post from Nick Carter on Bitcoin maxis and religion. Uh, this is from FBV007 or triple O. 52 comments, 5,181 sats. 52 comments, Keon. Stackers were piling on here. Oh. Um, I didn't bother reading it. Cause like, you know, Nick Carter's a jerk. So I just, I just went out through it in chat GBT. Basically chat GBT basically said that the post discusses a divide in Bitcoin community where one group Bitcoiners uses Bitcoin as a tool while another group laser eyes or maxis has turned Bitcoin into a belief system or a cult. 
The cult is made up of newcomers to Bitcoin who came in during 2021-2022 rally. They believe in Bitcoin as a moral and financial superior to other cryptocurrencies and fiat currency. They believe, dude, there's so many beliefs in here that, uh, that gosh, dude. Did you read his post? Did you did you bother reading it? Did you just read the comments? I read it. I wanted to know what uh, what Nick Carter was what what Nick Carter thinks while he's on in the bathroom. What he like how he how he thinks about the world as he's excreting from his body. But I don't like I. Uh, <laughs> but this is I thought it was really uh, you know a a pretty bad take, um, and I think. It's very like duplicitous as, as, as Nick Carter has kind of showed himself over time. He both says Bitcoiners are a cult and they believe all of these things. And he's like, well, these things are, these things are kind of true, but you shouldn't really believe them very strongly. It's more or less what he is more or less what he says. And it's like the strength of the belief or the, the way we're kind of very, we're very evangelizing as a community and trying to get people to, to see things the way we are, that's somehow bad, I guess. Um, but I, you know, I think, I think it's, it, he start it starts an interesting conversation and I think makes it clear to people that there is a, there is a divide, I think, because he can't, he can't, he's, mm. he's trying, he's, he's, cre- he's attempting to create a divide, mm-hmm. but we're all like, that's not the real divide. He's trying yeah. to create a div- the divide that is that, that it isn't. And, and making it clear instead, like where the divide actually is, which is like, there are, there's like this cantillionomics that's going on. And Nick thinks that the cantillionomics benefit Nick. And so he's going to, he, he thinks that's good. And anyone who opposes that is an occult. That's someone who <laughs> like, that's basically. Yeah. I, I felt like it was projection. A lot of it felt like projection. Usually when you have this, these type of like these type of writings, it, it's almost like he's writing to himself in a way, mm-hmm. um, you know? And, um, and I also think like when I read it, at least the chat GPT thing, when I read it, it felt like somewhere along the way, and this is me not joking around. This is me like being serious. I feel like somebody like really hurt the guy, like somebody really offended him or cut him deep in the Bitcoin space. And I don't mm-hmm. know who that was. I don't know if it was a group of people. I don't know what it was, but you can definitely feel pain there because he describes it with so much emotional clarity. Um, it's just, it's just unfortunate to see. I think the the thing that Chad GBT really put into detail here was that he was uh, prioritizing dogma over practical gains. And that's what he's accusing a lot of us Bitcoiners as. Um, so I thought that was uh, interesting too, is basically saying it's like ideological purity yeah, uh, and an adherence to a certain belief system. And I don't know. I don't know if that's any of that's true. Um, I mean, you could definitely, you could definitely say, I think fairly that that Bitcoin belief in Bitcoin gets grouped with other things, maybe more than it should. And those, those other things gain more weight in the conversations than they should. And it should really be about Bitcoin and Bitcoin succeeding and people using it and the technology getting better. I think you, I think you can make those arguments. And I think that, you know, that's the part of the part of his, his post that's right, but it's really where he begins saying, ca- calling it a cult. And cause he, he know he's smart enough to know what a cult is and how, how Bitcoin is, is not, is not exactly a cult, even though I think a lot of Bitcoiners are passionate or as passionate. Like the, the thing that Bitcoiners have similar that share with a cult is Bitcoiners are very passionate about Bitcoin and what, what it might be able to do for people. But other than that, there's, in my opinion, there's not much, uh, there's not much similarity. And, um, 
Yeah. I hope, I hope we get Nick back. He seemed fine when we saw him, uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah. He, let's just tell him the story. So <laughs> we saw him, we saw him at that, at that thing. And, uh, I came up, I went out to, I was like, yo, Nick, what's up? It's my name's car. It's nice to meet you. You've come by Plub Lab before. I don't know if you remember us. And then he was like, yeah, I think I do. And he mentions one of our mutual friends. Yeah. And then he, I was like, Hey, this is Keon. <laughs> and then he literally went up to, you. he's like, I love your bolo. It's what he said. Yeah, he I was, was fascinated with your bolo. So you and Nick uh, are besties. It looks like. So. Yeah. We kissed later that <laughs> night. It was, it was nice. But yeah, he was a really kind of one of those uh, guys that you meet. He's kind of flumpy. Is it flumpy? Is that the word where he's just like, fuah, yeah, no, like it's it like seems a, like you could, you could just like put, pour him into a, a mold. Like he's very, <laughs> glug, 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 glug. yeah, yeah I, you know what you're saying? He's liquid. He's like a liquid human he's being. He's like a liquid person. Uh, but uh, it's, it was really strange to see this. I, I would love to, if somebody's out there, uh, maybe it's a crypto person, but I would love to see this same type of like article, but from the crypto side, like defecting from them going over to Bitcoin. That would be really mm. cool. Cause there's a lot of, uh, it's probably even worse on that side. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's, uh, that was my top story of the week. That's Nick Carter. So my top story, cause I thought we should discuss all the spicy takes this week is <laughs> prime trust. Oh uh, yeah. Was ha- had some issues. Apparently they were, I think their business was, I don't know. I actually don't know the details, like the nitty gritty details of it. But they were having financial issues that led them to eventually get uh, acquired by BitGo. And so now BitGo owns uh, Prime Trust, apparently. And following Prime Trust having issues, we saw swine, swine, swan, <laughs> swan defect to, I think, some competing service. Ever get, it's like, it's not foundry. It's something like it. It's like Vortex or something. Oh, okay. Some other kind of uh, trust or some other kind of bank that they're going to use as their backend for their pro their exchange product. And we saw strike even, uh, move from using prime trust to be following rivers lead and actually building their own custody yeah. solution, which I thought was awesome. Did you see, uh, so even strike too, right? Even strike said they, yeah, that's what I was saying. Strike yeah. Stri- that was, strike Oh, you that said I, strike. That, okay. was stri- that was strike that I was talking about, okay. but yeah, it was Swan is, is using an, a, a product similar to prime trust that fortress exists. Johnny fortress comments. Yeah. yeah. Fortress. That's yeah. it. But uh, interestingly, I don't know which post it was in, but I saw someone who who claimed that they were on the inside at prime trust and, Fortress has the same exact issues that Prime Trust has. Really? Yeah. They Just said because it, of the, are they like, what is the main, is it, are they holding poo-poo coins or like, what, what is, what are, are they over leveraging? Like, like, what is the, uh, I think their customer base. Uh, so one of the, one of the things I read somewhere was that their customer, the Prime Trust customer base was a lot, like a large percentage of it was Binance. Oh, shoot. And so Bi- uh, something we didn't mention during the Coinbase story is Binance is also tied up in the SEC coming coming to the realization that these things get are secure. Bitcoin off. Yeah. Well, you, stackers already have their Bitcoin off of exchanges, but. Yeah, get it off again. <laughs> Just put it back on and get it, and get it back off. If you, if you already have them on your cold card or whatever your hardware wallet is, you're, you're fine. Uh, but um, gosh, dude. Yeah. It's, Dang. Yeah. So it's going to be these dominoes. Yeah, no, yeah. We're not, the dominoes are still falling. How long do you think it's going to take before it all crashes as far as? Uh, oh, 
couple months. I don't know. I think, I mean, I think the macro stuff is not, has, is just getting started. So I think we're like, we're probably in a very prolonged uh, macro bear market, I think. Unless we're, unless we really want to get some serious inflation going, which we might, or unless we do something else, else like, like a debt jubilee, it's really, it's really uh, not looking good. And more of these things will, will fall. And crypto is especially unstable because there, there hasn't been much, um, much oversight in it yet. And it's just beginning to appear. And people are particularly speculative with all the all the poo poo stuff. So. I would say right now is a good time to be stacking. If you're using Stacker News, you're stacking every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, if you're if you're out there and using Lightning wallets and uh, whatever whatever your, your 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 thing your wallet is, choices like using Fountain, using all these things, Mash, all these things. If you're using them all, even Nostr, you're stacking every day. There you go. You're stacking every day. Build out this circular economy. Now's the time to do it because I think you're like Keon said, like here in the next however many months, like it's, uh, we're, we're, you're going to need that. You're going to need Oshi. <laughs> you're going to need the Bitcoin company. You're going to need yeah. all these things. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really important right now. Um, yeah, it's really important to make sure you're onboarded to all these things. Because I would imagine, Keon, so let's just, let's just, let me paint a picture real quick. If it does get to hyper Bitcoinization where like literally all these things collapse and then people start hearing about like, Oh, I can make money on Stacker News, or I can go make money on. Fa- Do you think you'll ever get to a point where you have to be like, "Yo, we gotta stop like signups for Stacker News." Yo, we gotta stop signups for Fountain because there's just too much people coming on board. Do you think that'll ever be a thing? Um, where like, let's just say it just ramps up and goes J curve. Do you think? Do you think you will get to a point where you have to literally say, "Guys"? We can't handle anymore. Kind of like what Domus was when that happened in the mm. uh, in December. Do you think if that ever happened, you would have to be like, um, yeah, I'm sure there might be like technological limits in the case of a J curve that would take time to scale into. We'd probably have like a fail whale year or something Whoa. where we're like trying to grow into it, or we do have to stop it. But uh, I mean, I don't think hyper Bitcoinization happens on the backdrop of, um collapse at least not immediately but remember in 2017 when everybody was just hearing about bitcoin for the first time and they started trying to get onto these exchanges like bitrex and then right. like like binance and they were closing they literally were closing signups do you remember that yeah i guess i do i guess i do Do you think it would be more like that then maybe i don't tend to, i don't tend to think in positive outcomes i think in down <laughs> i tend to think in, i tend to think in downward chambers. i can see that happening <laughs> i could totally see that happening yeah, i could, I, I could totally makes sense I could totally see that happening where you have there's to stop some, it. Yeah, there's some. Get a stacker account right now. If you don't have one, make five. <laughs> make five stacker accounts uh, <laughs> and post yeah. and comment, but but in different characters. So yeah. at least it's not in cool. monotonous. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the that's all the stories we got this week, stackers. What's do you have any meta? We have some meta. We have uh, so this is a this is kind of a, just a rosy post. I wanted to bring attention to it, but it was nice. It shared his first hopeful sat shared his first impressions of the site. And I thought it was, I really liked the part where he talked about the economics mm-hmm. and how he was hesitant to pay. Cause I'm really interested in what that's like for maybe someone who doesn't think the way I do. And, you know, he said it was, he-, he was hesitant and then kind of got over it. But I suspect there are people who are hesitant and they don't get over it. But yeah. I, I really enjoyed that part of it. But otherwise, it's like, you know, kind of typical rosy, rosy stuff. And I just wanted to 
cool. to mention it. And then the next- Did uh, you see uh, <laughs> Darthcoin's uh, post? It said, Bitcoin news with stats from the plebs, for the plebs, by the plebs. Make the news great again. <laughs> yeah. Good old Darthcoin. Got a show title right there. F Reddit. Bitcoin news from the plebs, for the plebs. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like yeah. that. I like that tagline. Bitcoin news with sats. I should maybe steal that. I'll have to send uh, Darthcoin some sats for that. Uh, when we get off, uh, the other, the other meta was we talked, uh, about, uh, adding another sub. So we recently added Noster and you know, that kind of got the conversation starting. Well, like maybe we should just add more cause like people want it. Why don't we just add, why don't we add something new and see, see how, see how it works and if people like yeah. it. And, um, so we had a conversation about what we should maybe add and, you know, got a lot of great, got a lot of great answers. I'm kind of, I'm personally kind of leaning towards tech. I think so. I was, I tried posting, I was, I was on a call earlier today and I was showing somebody Stacker News cause they were, we were talking about bounties and stuff like that. And, uh, like I was like, Oh, let me paste this Stratechery article. And then I looked, I was like, Oh yeah, there's not, it's Stratechery articles. Yeah, not, it uh, Bitcoin. Is it Noster? <laughs> yeah. So I just left it, put in Bitcoin, but, um, yeah, I saw that article. That was a good article. Yeah. Yeah. Or it was a positive review of the pro Yeah, vision. he always does really good, uh, Ben. Yeah, ben Thompson. It's like the, I think it's like one of the most popular newsletters in the world. Really. Yeah, I've been following for a long time. He's great. Um, anyway, what I was going to say, uh, but yeah, so you're thinking more tech. I'm thinking tech. That seems to have the most kind yeah, of support for it. Easy. And we, I know there's a lot of content out there for it. And what's nice is you can throw, you can throw your... Yeah, the stratechery in there. You can throw in a programming thing, and yeah. it's like general enough, but also specific enough. And also, there are a lot of like tech enthusiasts, obviously online, and and then also coincides with uh, Bitcoin users quite a bit. I got one thing that I was was on the call day, and we couldn't find. I couldn't find the bounty right away, but I see how it is here. Maybe there's. I don't know. Is there a better way to do this where we have. I mean, yeah. So so. The, what car is describing? Let me see if I can. Uh, I can. I might be able to go to post, even though I'm yeah, not logged but, in. Uh, that's that was the only thing. There we was, go. Yeah, yeah. So that was like trying to figure out how this could be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the guy to figure this stuff out, but it just was. It was. It was hidden. So what you're what you're describing is cars. Car said he was looking for the bounty post button, but he couldn't find it. And but now I know. Now it's hidden and, and under more. He'll probably never forget now. But before he couldn't find it. But so part of the reason why it's designed this way, and I'm not sure it's the right way because I'm not a I'm not a professional designer. I'm just a man who built a website. But the <laughs> the way the the reason why uh, it's designed this way is like imagine you're a user for the first time. This is Car coming to Stacker News for the first time, not looking for an advanced feature, just trying to figure out what to post. Imagine I had five buttons here. The moment you land on this page, it's yeah, a, it's, it's too much. It's kind of overload. It's like it's a lot of choice. It's like having you know fifty cereals to choose from at the grocery store. So it's it's a bit of a hidden advance. Maybe the future. word isn't more than. Maybe it's uh, other. Yeah, maybe it's other maybe other, it's other other post types. Maybe. Yeah, or some, maybe a different word. But yeah, that's anyway, a good, that's a good that's a good insight. Yeah, but, I'll, I'll but yeah, we're trying more. to figure out to do like a freelancer thing on here and like to do it with bounties and stuff, but, um, yeah, if you need yeah. any help with that or have yeah. feedback, hit me up. Cool. You well, that's me. cool. So you're thinking tech then maybe I'm so thinking, I'm thinking tech. What are, what did other, oh crap. I already lost my spot. Let's 
see if I can get it back. Here we go. Uh, a lot of Carmen chimed in and said health. Uh, uh, zero XTR said elicit a bunch of them, but again, tech is in there. I think tech works because technically, like, uh, where else are we going to go for tech? We'd have to go to Twitter, right? Or we'd have to go to our individual. Yep. Hacker News, the programmer yeah, types are probably more. Like, yeah. yeah, at least this way we can just find it all here. Yeah, it makes more sense that way, I think. Even like science too would be cool. Science would be cool. So science is another one. And then I did a little bit of, of hist uh, I studied a little bit of the history behind Reddit and how their yeah, subs Yeah, how did got, they do it? So their first sub was actually NSFW <laughs> because they were getting a ton of porn on their front page because they, they were originally just one page like Stacker News was or like Hacker News is today. Yeah. And they were getting a bunch of porn. And so they, they, wanted, they needed to segregate it. And so what they did was they spun up a sub for it. And then after that, they were getting too much programming news on the front page because they wanted it to appeal to a more general audience. So then they spun out programming into its own sub. And then I think the next one they created after that was, was politics. Um, and that's I think, when they went all downhill. And that might've been, <laughs> that might've been, I think that was post their, their acquisition by Condé Nast. I think, I don't uh, even, I don't even know if they had subs by the time they were acquired by Condé Nast. Gosh, it's a, dude, I don't know if you heard the week, the news this week, but it's a, it's a crap show. We're getting Over a lot there. of posts about it on Stacker News. There was even one guy who's like, can I spin up a Stacker News? How do I add different subs to a Stacker News? I'm running myself. I want to do it in another niche. And he's like coming, you know, coming from Reddit because uh, he he's trying to bet, like jump shit. Telling you that J-Curve is coming, man. It's coming at some point. You're going to be like, yeah. So I hope it's not a downward J-Curve, but. No, uh, it'll be an upward. It's just too, the, 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 the benefit, the incentivization model on here is just too, it's too good. Yeah, we're giving people money. Maybe, yeah, because you know the world ends and uh, yeah, we, everybody needs a job. Yeah, we, you can be a full time stacker. Yeah, um, cool. I think uh, I think that's all we got. Do you got uh, any of the? Um, we got. A, we can do a little. Even though Super stopped in here, he's not here for a super super stat segment, which uh, we have the top stackers uh, of the week. Uh, Shibe in the top. Siggy, JK fourteen, Darthcoin. We have a. An all-star cast of stackers and super, super stat segments. Spenders this week. Uh, Exeus at the top of the charts. Brunswick Blockstream official came in, and oh, I think they they were do, they did a little uh, a little boost into the front page. Mm. I don't. Ludon Vajante uh, came by, spent eleven and a half thousand sats. Ethan M E M. Lots of top spenders. Car's favorite. Segment, given he's uh, I got a cowboy hat though. Look, do you? Oh, he just found a cowboy. He hat. just found a cowboy hat. CLR still at the top. I wear cowboy. What boots. is going? This maybe just give me cowboy boots instead of a cowboy hat. Maybe. Oh, maybe we can give you boots. I was thinking about at one point, like if you spend more money or you get a streak Ooh. for a long enough time, you begin like getting more like uh, getting more merch and stuff. It would be cool to have a cowboy sword that I could just buy a horse and have all the icons next to me with my sats. Maybe. Yeah, it's not a bad. Uh, you know how they used to have the old, did you ever play that game, the Oregon Trail? Yeah. And then you would stop and you'd oh, be yeah. like, oh, I went into the saloon and you buy a, buy a new axle rod. An axle rod? Is yeah. that, was that actually in the game? I miss Oregon Trail. It's a great game. <laughs> it, it was a good game. They should do, the uh, Thunder Game should come up with an Oregon ah, Trail. Ah, do it. But they should like make it futuristic. Ooh. Yeah. But like still all pixelated. Dystopian Trail. Dysto yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Pat, yeah. just trying to trying to you avoid all the blue checks. You're trying to avoid the Teslas, and you're just trying to get just get back to Texas. 
That's what it is. Stop intro. Yeah, you get COVID on the way and you, or you get a vaccine. <laughs> depending on your Dude, point of view. Dude, this is a great idea. <laughs> Somebody out there make it. Stop intro from California Des, to if Texas. You're <laughs> Uh, cool. We got, uh, some, some, um, uh, some comments from last week from, uh, this is from blockchain book. He's a big fan of you. Coop. He said, welcome back. Coop. This is from SNL 70 EDM. He's a big a fan of you as well. Car. Oh yeah. He watches us both here. Uh, we got, dude, we have stackers in the, um, in the chat this week. What is going on? Maybe cause we're doing at five. Maybe. What's up plebs. Is What's that, going on? are these all from today? All from today. Wow. He's like Tony in there. Got Mike. Yeah, we'd yeah. love to see Someone you guys has, in the um, Level 99 Slacker. Yeah. He says on. that he still buys albums. There you go, Ken. Oh, well. I'm with you too. I still buy albums too. Really? Yeah, I go to Half Price Books. Oh. Do they, sell, do they sell cassette tapes? They sell cassette tapes. I don't buy cassette tapes. Usually I buy like CDs or like records. But yeah. That's what sane people do. But I want cassette tapes. I think you have to be a really big fan of music to, um, to buy that kind of stuff, I think. Get to really love music. There's Mike in there thanking yeah. people for zaps. I think he asked at one point about the hat. Oh, there's Eastside Tony just chimed in. Oh, again. he wants a hat. He wants a hat. We're, I'm out of hats right now. I need to figure out how to make more. You're out of shirts too, bud. I know. I don't. Have, but you can go to you can go to lightning.store and buy shirts. Do they have them? Yeah, they should still have them unless. I asked, I asked him when I saw him in Miami to make a Plub Lab shirt, but um, we'll see. TBD. TBD. See, we got pushed down by all the Nostrika stuff. Oh, wow. It's a top seller. 30 bucks. Dude, 30 bucks. Get it. Get I got it. two of them. Uh, yeah, I've got, th I've got three. Because I, because sometimes when I forget to wear deodorant or something, I would just everybody, grab. Uh, everybody, everybody was wearing it the other day. There's like literally <laughs> three everybody. People, yeah. And then there was one person wearing a white t-shirt. We were like, get out of here. <laughs> it's just like a white t-shirt. Stacker news, stacker news. So it was like everybody was working so for stacker So Fiat news. wearing a white just a yeah. white t-shirt without stacker news on it. Cool. All right. That's all I got for this week. Yeah, what are you doing this uh, weekend? What am I doing? I think I'm going to work. And then on Sunday, I might work a bit. But otherwise, I think I'm going to try to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I'm sleep with you there. Nice. I think I'm going to sleep in tomorrow and then Read. sleep all day Sunday. I'm really tired. It's been a really busy week. It was a busy beginning of the week, but it just felt like catch up. From Miami after Miami, just like, yeah. But then it was the first of the month too. Yeah. And now Miami's like, work for you. Like it, yeah. it is all Bitcoiners. So yeah. Cool. All right. Stackers. We'll see you next time. Zap.